0: And now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Cake, with your host, Joey Valentine. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is January 13th, 2023. 11323, one, one, two, three. otherwise known as Friday the 13th. Ooh. Does Friday the 13th mean anything to anyone? Because it doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, it was a bunch of movies when I was growing up. And it's also like a really popular tattoo thing. If you don't know, uh, tattoo shops like to give out $13 tattoos on Friday the 13th, as long as they are of the number 13. They have like hundreds of different styles. Now, me personally, I do have one. And I got it on Friday the 13th about 10 years ago. But I refuse to have the number 13 put onto my skin. Not because I find it unlucky, but just because it has no relevance to my life. So I convinced this tattoo artist, I had to go back and forth with him for like hours. I have this tattoo on my arm, and it's a black cat. And the original tattoo was a black cat standing on the number 13. You know, his front paws on the one, his back paws on the three. And So I convinced this tattoo artist, I just wore him down. I said, look, bro, seven plus six is 13, so give me 76. And he was like, fine, bro. 76 is my hockey number. It's nowhere near the year I was born. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for joining me for another episode. 30 minutes or less, I'll try and not bend your ear for too long. It's Friday, man. Fucking A. Don't you love Friday? I love Friday. Let's get to some things here. Uh, I would like to say I hope everybody in California is doing all right. The state with the never-ending weather catastrophes. Is it just me, man? Okay, so, like, California has been in this massive drought. And then Mother Nature goes, here, have a massive flooding. It rained for, like, two weeks. Totally cleared up the drought. Caused a shitload of damage. I talked to some people in California yesterday. And I'm like, oh, I bet you guys are really happy about that rain, you know, because every time I see California in the paper or on the news, it's on fucking fire. And he's like, no, bro, the streets are flooded and our houses are ruined and our cars are sunk into sinkholes. And I'm like, God, you guys can't catch a fucking break, man. Like, why hasn't that state just broken off at the San Andreas Fault and fallen into the ocean yet? It's always on fire. It has freak snowstorms and now a fucking drought. It has mudslides. It has probably Kanye West. <laughs> it is a lot of... Strange people
1: especially
0: Hitler So I hope that everybody's doing okay in California. I talked to the nerds and uh, I talked to the nerds a couple days ago So I guess they're still alive a uh, little note to a. a Ron who thinks he's the funniest human being in the world uh, Who happens to be quite the opposite? Uh, he thinks he's cute with his little comments on my Facebook just so you know a a Ron who said in my last photo that I look like Bruce Valanche, which I don't know how he got that because I was wearing a black fedora, giant gold chain, and run DMC glasses because I was obviously Daryl from DMC. I don't know how you got Bruce Valanche from that, you fucker, but let me clue you in on something, A.A. Ron. You go ahead and keep insulting me. I own my house. I have an unlimited income. I will send an army of dildos to your house. I will make it rain vibrators. You will have nightmares about giant dicks. You're never going to stop getting rubber wangs in the mail until you either stop insulting me or learn to be funny when you do. That's all I have to say on that. Also, I love you. Uh, Much love to the family. With it being Friday the 13th, I thought I'd break out some Friday the 13th facts for you that you probably didn't know. Not that they're really, like, mind-blowing, but, you know... You have all these superstitions, and it's like, what makes them a superstition? Because someone once said that. I have heard so many fucking insane superstitions, and people are ruled by them all over the world. Here in America, people seem to think that the number 13 is unlucky. You may or may not have noticed that if you go to a hotel, there is no 13th floor. The elevator just goes from 12 to 14. There is no 13th row in an airplane. That one I get. You don't just want to tempt fate with that shit. Even I would be like, "Ah, I'm not sitting in the fucking 13th row. But a hotel going from 12 to 14, I mean, doesn't that technically make 14, 13? You'd have to have a 13th floor that's just empty in order for 14 to technically be 14. I'd be like, here's your room, sir. Ah, no, don't try and pull that 13, switcheroo 14 shit on me, mister. (laughs) There I go with that nasally fucking voice again. The white's coming out of me. (laughs) That's what happens when white people get, uh, you know, messed with, when things don't go their way. Like when you're trying to get accommodations, you know, it's like, uh, yes, I, Mr. Valentine here. I had a room on the third floor. They're like, oh, yes, Mr. Valentine, we have your key right here. Uh, we have actually upgraded your suite to a, a deluxe lover's suite uh, on the 14th floor. Now, listen here, mister. There is absolutely no ding-down-diddly way that I am staying on the 14th floor. I know damn good well that's the 13th floor. I'm sorry, Mr. Valentine. We'll move to the 15th. You're darn tootin'. What am I doing? Who am I talking to? 13. Why is it an unlucky number? Here in America, people consider it an unlucky number. But you know, in sports, we consider it a very lucky number. Like in baseball, pitcher with the number 13, very lucky. Uh, hockey, people are indifferent to it. Players are indifferent to it, but whatever. In Japan, the number four is considered the unluckiest number of all. They don't do things in fours, they don't have fours. There's no fourth floor, there's no fourth row. And the reason is, is because the word for four sounds identical to the word for death. This is something I know. This is not from my little factoid list. I've actually always known this. I read this great article about how Japan had named one of their cars, and it ended up sounding the name that they picked, you know, like whatever, Elantra, but, you know, Japanese Elantra, and it sounded so much like the number four, which sounded so much like the word death, that they recalled, like, A Shit ton of cars just so they could change the name of it because no one was gonna buy one That's how much they hate the number four and I don't even know why I guess I could have looked that up But I don't even know why they hate the number four. So I hate the number four I do think that the number four is unlucky. Remember the devil the one I was married to that was her favorite number That was her pin code all fours. I'm not even fucking making that up. That can't just be coincidence but here in America, 13 is unlucky. And black cats, here in America, we believe that black cats are unlucky. Do you know that everywhere else in the world that a black cat crossing your path is considered good luck? Having one around you is considered good luck. We're the only ones. Like, people are like, oh my god, a black cat crossed my path. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Black cats are the shit. Feed it. Take it home. Adopt it. Adopt it. So there are different theories on why Friday the 13th is considered unlucky. One of them is in North mythology, the number 13 became an unlucky one because of a certain dinner at Valhalla. Loki was the 13th guest at the dinner, and he arranged for Hodder, the blind god of darkness, to kill Balder, the god of joy. Because it was the 13th guest who brought death to the table, the number became a harbinger of doom. I mean, that's probably just like for funsies that people say that's where it came from. but. Having a phobia of Friday the 13th is called Deca triaphobia Oh, my God. I got that on the first try. Paraschivodeca-triaphobia. <laughs> 21 million people in the United States have admitted to fearing Friday the 13th. I don't get it. It's just another fucking day. How do superstitions get started? I used to know this girl who was deathly afraid of putting a hat on the bed. She said that it invited death into the house. Where the fuck did that come from? And I knew all these people in Dallas that were also deathly afraid of yellow lighters, like big cigarette lighters. Like, if they ever were hanging out with someone, they had a yellow lighter, they either had to get rid of it or they made the person leave. <laughs> this is one of the coolest fucking facts about friday the 13th right here since people tend to avoid certain activities for fear of bad luck it's impossible to statistically prove that the day is actually unlucky that means that so many people go out of their way to not do things that could harm them like okay, it's Friday the 13th, I'm not going to fly, I'm not going to drive, I'm not going to run with scissors, I'm not going to sleep with that hooker, I'm not going to do all the things that endanger my life just today because they're more likely to kill me. So they cannot scientifically, you know, prove one way or the other if Friday the 13th is unlucky. In fact, so many people avoid travel that it makes it the safest day to travel of the year. Okay, so I just finished my last video on the YouTube. The Fat Guy Loves Cake YouTube channel, and it's called The uh, The Sopranos' Most Unintentionally Funny Moments, and it's like my best work yet. So I'm going to post it as soon as I get done with the show. It'll be up today. Check out the YouTube channel. I'm very proud of this video. All right, let's see what else we got. play. Oh, of course. Why, why would I forget to mention this? Johnny Cash, This Day in History, in Music History. My man, Mr. Johnny Cash recorded his live at Folsom Prison album, January the thirteenth, nineteen sixty-eight. Thank you, Mr. Cash. You were, are, and will always be the man. So we're gonna take a little bit of a different. Uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a different route on the show today. You see, I received an email from an old man. And he was a very sweet old man, and he had come across my podcast. And he wrote me a very long email about his feelings on my podcast. He didn't say anything negative. He didn't say anything offensive to me. He wasn't even trying to be a jerk at all. In fact, he was just the sweetest guy. He even invited me to come and hang out with him sometime, and I might take him up on that. He's in Missouri, but that's okay. But he told me, and this is, (laughs) I'm not making this up. He told me that he listened to my podcast for as long as he could. And it's very raunchy. He said, you're a very smart, intelligent man, and you don't need to resort to things like that in order to be a pleasure to listen to. You're very intelligent. You have a great voice. And I remember this is him talking. I remember that there were a lot of shock jocks back in the seventies and eighties, and where are they now? Well, I don't have an answer for that. I couldn't tell you where anybody that was once a radio d j is now. It got me thinking because it was such a sincere thing for him to say. you know he he complimented me i mean he you know he insulted my brand of humor, but you know, in a very gentlemanly way. And it was very thoughtful of him to write this very long email telling me that I have talent and that I don't need to swear. And I thought, man, I I don't think I can be funny if I don't talk about taboo type subjects. If I got on the show and I said, oh, let me tell you about, uh, like, I don't know, man, it would just become like a stand-up routine, you know, like, What is the deal? Why do I always go right to Seinfeld with that shit? Well, you know, I'm not going to get up and do a standard routine and be like, hey, guys, you notice the difference between, uh, you know, guys and girls and relationships and stuff, you know? Like, like you walk into McDonald's and a girl's working on fries, and you're like, I say, girl, what's your name? And she's like, (laughs) Wanda. And you're like, all right, girl. But, like, if a man be working on fries... Girl walk in, pretty girl walk into the McDonald's and be like, let's say, baby, what's your name? She goes, please, you better just make me some fries and shut up. See, it's not funny, is it? (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Maybe I talk about butt stuff too much. Maybe I talk about butt sex too much. Maybe I just swear a lot and talk about dirty stuff. And maybe, you know, I came to this realization that maybe I should knock it off. So I have this AI program, and um, I thought, I can ask it anything. It gives me wonderful, well-thought-out, written responses. I mean, like, seriously, legit stuff. So I asked my AI program, point blank. I said, can I be funny without swearing? Do I swear too much? The more detailed of a question you ask, the more answers you get. So I was like, do I swear too much? Do you think I can be funny without swearing? Do I have a problem with swearing? Why do I swear? And the computer kicked back the following. It said, swearing has been shown to have a number of negative effects that can cause people to feel anxious and stressed and can also lead to aggression. Swearing can also be a sign of low intelligence and can make people seem unprofessional. Ouch, computer. <laughs> I thought we were friends. If you're concerned about the way swearing is affecting your life, then it's probably time to stop using bad words. There are a number of ways you can do this, including avoiding trigger words, substituting swear words for less offensive ones, and using positive affirmations. Avoiding trigger words is a good first step. These are the words that you try to avoid altogether. If you can't do that, I can't, Then try substituting them for less offensive words. For example, instead of saying that's fucking stupid, you could. This is my computer, by the way. I'm reading verbatim what the AI wrote to me, not some dork sitting behind a computer somewhere. This shit kicked out like almost instantaneously after I asked. For example, instead of saying that's fucking stupid, you could say that's really dumb. This may take some practice, but it's worth it if it will help you to curb your swearing. Okay, so from now on, I will replace my <laughs> top-notch curse words with more 4th grade type ones. So I'm going to be like, so in the news today, this doo-doo head... And <laughs> I can't do it. I I don't know. Maybe I could try an episode, you know, like maybe the next episode I do, I'll go, okay, I'm not going to swear one single time. I'm going to replace everything with a tamed word, a very, very tame word, tamed down word. Fuck will be fudge. Shit will be shift. Ass will be, I'll just not talk about ass. I'll do the opposite of everything Joey Valentine would do. I'll be Joey Halloween and I'll, (laughs) I'll talk about nothing but good stuff, not butt stuff. If you're st- <laughs> here's the last part of this. If you're struggling to stop swearing, then it's important to seek out professional help. There are a number of resources available to help you. Swearing is a bad habit, it's one that you can break with the right help including therapy. Now, after this email from this gentleman telling me that I was potty mouth, which I already knew that And then my own computer tells me that I need help. I'm starting to rethink my life. Fat guy loves cake, might need to go PG. You know, I'm only allowed a few words that you could say on network television. Well, not now. Network television from the 80s. Maybe I get an ass here and there. Maybe a damn it. That's it. I don't talk about sex. I don't talk about butts. I don't talk about wangs. Nothing. I'm turning over a new leaf, Joey Halloween. Fat guy hates cake. I did actually ask the uh, AI one more question uh, before I was done. I said, uh, (laughs) why does Lafayette enjoy butt sex so much? Lafayette, by the way, is the host of Nerds Talking, the podcast, and Taco Tuesday. There's your free advertisement. You owe me like a thousand. Here was the response to the question, why does Lafayette enjoy butt sex so much? There are a few reasons why Lafayette might enjoy butt sex. For one, the anus is packed with nerve endings that can provide pleasurable sensations. Additionally, the act of anal sex can be seen as taboo or naughty, which can be a turn on for some people like Lafayette. And lastly, some men simply enjoy the feeling of another man's penis in their rectum. I can't even read it without laughing. So, why does. Again, I'm reading verbatim. So, why does Lafayette have such an insatiable lust for cock? It could be any or all of the reasons mentioned above, or it could simply be that he's a highly sexual person who enjoys trying new things and exploring his sexuality. Whatever the reason, there's nothing wrong with enjoying anal sex as long as both parties are consenting and enjoying themselves. Well said. Now Lafayette just needs to find someone that's consenting and enjoying themselves. Okay, so I know I took, like, a major fucking left turn after the uh, whole talking about not cursing anymore. But, you know, uh, I figure if I'm going to, you know, try and knock it off in upcoming episodes, I I might as well get all my $5 words in now. I would like an honest opinion, whether it be from my friends or strangers, based on everything you've ever heard from me, past, present. Do I swear too much? Do I talk about gross stuff too much? I I try and talk about taboo type things. I I try and talk about weird, funny, sexual stuff because I want to keep people interested. I mean, if I got on here and I talked for 25 minutes about planting tulips, I'd lose you guys a lot faster than I already do. But I want you guys to hit me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com, friend or foe. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, man, you guys have a kick-ass weekend. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel. I actually didn't swear at all in that video. It's like 15 minutes long. It's got to be some kind of record for me. I almost just cursed right there. See, I'm doing better already. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I'll see you guys on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend.